Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I'm putting out my 43rd episode in the Bioweapon Blues series. I'm titling this one, Welcome to the Era of Subclinical Myocarditis and Turbo Cancer. So I have a lot of audio on this one. I'm going to start out with audio of a doctor explaining how many people now have myocarditis from the shots. Myocardial injury, myocarditis as it's called, is stunningly more common than has been thought of recently. The background should normally be one in a million persons might have myocarditis. The fact is that both in the U.S. military and in studies being done in Thailand, in each setting, it is proving out to be from 17 to 24 percent an average roughly in both settings of 20%. A 20% occurrence of myocarditis proven by echocardiogram and proven by thallium scan and proven by echocardiographic changes with prolongation of PR interval are occurring in 20% of persons who have been given the COVID vaccine. 20% means 20 per 100 which means 200 per thousand, which means 200,000 per million. 200,000 out of every million people that get the COVID vaccine will have electrocardiographic and other evidence of myocarditis, which means heart damage. People who have myocarditis live, 50% of them, for only five years. 50% will not have that terrible result, but 50% will die within five years. That's a medical fact. So we have taken a condition that should exist in one in a million people and turned it into a condition for 200,000 out of a million people. And 100,000 of them will die within five years because that is what happens with myocarditis. And we have allowed that to happen because we have allowed a vaccine that is cardiotoxic to be put into our system. I'm extremely sorry to tell you this fact, but fact it is. God bless us all. This is Dr. Chris Allen Shoemaker from Toronto, Canada. The following three uh, segments are from Dr. Death himself, Dr. Anthony Fauci. And the first one is really him trying to evade some kind of prosecution, telling people to watch out for mis- and malinformation, even though they were the ones who were the purveyors of it for the last three years. So that devil needs to be arrested, but uh, here are three audios from him. Do not accept and shrug your shoulders at the normalization of untruths, because we're living in an era now, there's so much distortion of reality, outright fabrication lying conspiracy theories that it's so prevalent that people sort of shrug their shoulders and say well nothing to do about it it's the new normal no do not accept that as the new normal because whenever you have the acceptance of untruths and distortions ultimately it's going to erode at the foundation of the social order and our democracy and i think history has shown that if anybody just looks back as recently as the 1930s and early 40s in Europe when that happened. Be careful. 
don't accept the normalization of untruths. We needed to put into place a plan uh, to deal on a public health basis and on a biomedical research basis. The difficulty is this was totally uncharted grounds for us, so I found myself, um, again, uh, never imagining that I would be doing this, needing to learn from people that I never thought I would be learning things from, namely bioweaponers, people who were our own bioweaponers in the United States decades ago, uh, international figures, people from other countries, the UK, and also, and importantly, defectors, uh, particularly from the Soviet Union, who had vast experience in the ways of bio-warfare. And what I learned very quickly, that if we're going to mount a defensive program to guard the homeland against bioterror, we had to understand some fundamental things that may seem obvious, but when you're planning a multi-billion dollar program, they're not so obvious. Did you flip-flop? No. You got additional information that made you change what you're saying. And I'd be happy to debate that anywhere, any place, with anybody. Did you? The next two are from Rand Paul, talking about the proximate origins of the COVID virus, probably from Wuhan all along, which uh, people said from the beginning, gain of function, but it was covered up and censored. And then another from Ed Dowd. Specifically, specifically, the written exchange between Christian Anderson and Andrew Rambout from February of 2020. Now, Dr. Rambout told Anderson that given this SHI, you know what, sh uh, show that would happen if anyone serious accused the Chinese of even accidental dental release, my feeling is that we should say that given there is no evidence of a specifically engineered virus, we cannot possibly distinguish between natural evolution and escape. So we're content with ascribing it to natural process. Dr. Anderson concurred saying, yep, I totally agree with that. It's a very reasonable conclusion, although I hate when politics is injected into science, but it's impossible not to, especially given the circumstances. Um, Senator, uh, this was happening at the same time. Um, Christian Anderson had a grant proposal for $8.9 million, $8 million at NIH, which uh, makes this pretty uh, interesting that they were talking about the proximal origins of COVID. Yeah, this was never about science. This was about the business of science. It was about the money. Follow the money trail. And you see millions of dollars exchanging hands in the first few months of 2020 to the people who came out and said, nothing to see here couldn't have happened in the lab. But there's probably never been a cover up in the history of all politics that was so completely documented that they were lying to us. Every one of their private emails says, oh my goodness, looks like it might have come from the lab. Oh my goodness, looks like it was manipulated. And this goes on and on and on. Even so much as to say the one lead virologist who's saying it's all kooky and conspiracy theory to say it came to the lab, he's saying it private. This is no conspiracy theory. This is not a fringe theory. In all likelihood, it could have come from the lab. But then in public, they print an article that Anthony Fauci commissions them. He basically says, you need to get this written up as soon as possible. He works on them to edit this. And when it is published, it says explicitly, this virus is not a laboratory construct. 
they none of them believed that they knew with certainty right. that it wasn't, but they thought it would harm the business of science and it would harm our relations with China if it became known that this came from a lab in China. But Senator, this was because enormous amounts of money were on the line with the work that we were doing with this Wuhan lab and all the grants that these uh, researchers and virologists get from NIH, correct? That's all involved in all of this. Yeah, it involves money. But as you'll recall, when Anthony Fauci came before my committee, he said absolutely he funded no gain-of-function research <laughs> in China. But we now have an email from him where he describes the research they're doing and says, you know what? We are suspicious of the lab because we know they are doing gain-of-function research. He describes the project, but the project he described is the project he funded. So everything he's been telling us from the very beginning has been a lie. We've documented that it's a lie, and it's a felony to lie to Congress. And so I've referred him not once, but now twice to the Attorney General of the United States for prosecution. Yeah. But as you know, this Attorney General is the most partisan Attorney General we've ever had, and it's good luck on getting him to do his job. Well, at least Anthony Fauci has a plum position at Georgetown University, Senator. So they take care of their own. It's great to see you because it, it was a little late for you at 10 o'clock. So now we see Senator Paul. It's oh, great I'm, to see I you. I love the new hour. I want to be <laughs> on all the time at 7 o'clock. <laughs> I love it. All right, Senator. Great to see you. Thanks for joining us. And up Disability data that we've talked about previously in the U.S. is the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. It's not claims. It's a survey. But it's it's it, you know it's an it's a survey that has given a strong strong signal that we, we were able to parse it out between employed, unemployed, and the general population, and that showed a, a strong signal that something was going on in the employed workforce in the U.S. But it doesn't. Uh, it's not a claim. It's a real time time survey. So that data, well, great. Uh, we were looking for data like this, and we found it in the UK personal independence pension system. And and this is again. I want to reiterate, we're not doctors, and we need the help of the medical community and the regulators to explain what's going on, because it's alarming. So with that, let me start with the first slide, which is just the percentage increases over time of these different human body systems that uh, the claims have, the, the claims cleared and, and, and paid have gone up. And you can see, I'll point out hematolo hematology, hematological, which I didn't know what that was when... <laughs> My, my, my team and I first started doing this. I had to look it up. I'm not a, again, I'm not a doctor. That's up 522% in 2022. And I want to say this is versus trend. Now, it's not versus 21 or 20. It's versus a trend that we analyze uh, from, from 2016 to 2019. So it, it's okay. a percent increase over trend. And the trends were stable. And then this exploded. And you can see, if you look uh, at, at this chart, different body systems started off slowly in 2020, picked up speed in 21, and just exploded in 2022. So something is going on that is detrimental to the population of the UK. We can link it to the US because we've already linked the UK work, uh, work time lost in the UK to the US. Same phenomenon there is going on. So it's, it's not hard for us to surmise that if we had access to the US data, we'd see similar results. And I just want to point out, you know, auditory issues up 121% in 2022 versus mm -hmm. trend. Cardiovascular, 121. Uh, you know, uh, oncology just started going up this year in, in 2022. Uh, I, I mean, last year. Um, and then uh, genitourinary is up 142%. That's, that has to do with the uh, reproductive system. So 
again, these, the, these numbers are just crazy percentage-wise. And then we can convert these into, and here's where I'm going to talk like, like your five-year-old, Dr. Kelly. Um, we can convert these things to what's called Z-scores or standard deviations. And a, a standard deviation, all it is, is there's an average. Uh, there's an average of occurrences that occur around a mean, uh, the average. And the further away you get from the mean, the more uh, unlikely it is to occur. So, you know, things, things that jump out at you are called standard deviation events. So three standard deviations happens 0.3% of the time from, from, from normal. That's what, that's, what, that's what statistics is. It's an observation from normal. So three standard deviations is 0.3% of the time. In Wall Street, that's a big deal. Um, a lot of these standard deviations from trend are just eye-popping. We look at them on a monthly basis and an annual basis. And on the annual numbers, hematology is up 61 standard deviations from trend. And just to kind of, you know, give you an idea how kooky that is, that's like the probability of a black hole appearing, uh, you know, near the Earth and we get sucked in in two years. I mean, it's just, it, 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 it's not uh, something that is likely to occur uh, mistakenly, and, and, and in this case, across all body systems. I'll just read some of the, the yeah, next I wanna, slide. I, I, I want to, let's, let's put, Ed, hang on before you, let's put a number on that. I'm, I'm imagining it's about point zero, maybe ten zero uh, one percent somewhere in that yeah, zone, point zero 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 one. Yeah, it's way or up. Or is it it's, 20 it's, zeros? It could, it could be 20. I didn't do the math, but I'll tell you this. It's Look, in Wall Street, a three-standard deviation is called a tail event. It doesn't happen that often. Um, and that, you know, sometimes we see extreme six-standard uh, deviation events, and that's, that's kooky. 61 standard deviations is lights out, black swan events, right. something's gone off the rails. I mean, it's just, you can, it's, it's so many zeros and so unlikely to happen by accident that it has to be explained. And that's what we're, we're calling on the medical community to explain this. That's it. Yeah. The next audio is from Demet, or Desmet, D-E-S-M-E-T, who wrote about mass formation psychosis on the importance of speaking out. And then I'm following with some statements by the new Dr. Mengele over at the CDC. Her name is Cohen, so be on the lookout. She's going to start mandating the gene of therapy uh, for you once or twice a year. And remember, it's not a vaccine. It never was. It was always gene therapy. They just changed the definition because nobody would have taken it. From the beginning of the corona crisis, I, uh, I started to speak out because I had the feeling that uh, if I didn't speak out now, I should never speak out again in my life. And that's exactly what I think this your initiative intends to do. Uh, it's um, uh, allowing uh, citizens to speak out. In my, in my situation, I was um, uh, speaking out in the first place as a professor in psychology who noticed that there were very strange things going on. Uh, in our society. I noticed how uh, most people, maybe up to 70%, um, bought into a narrative that in so many respects was utterly absurd and blatantly wrong. And I just noticed how um, how people in, in one way or another uh, seem to lack all capacity to take a critical distance of what, uh, of, what of the narrative uh, that was seizing uh, power in society and at the same time so I, I noticed for instance that this narrative dramatically overrated the danger the dangerousness of the virus immediately I immediately noticed that I noticed that 
probably by a, the, 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 the mortality of the virus was overrated with a percentage of about of about 1,000 uh, percent, I think. It was rated 10 times more mortal than, than it actually was. Um, and, um, at, and also, people seem to be blind collectively for the collateral damage of the measures. And that, for me, was, uh, was the moment when I decided to, to try to bring to people's attention what psychological processes could have been happening there. Um, um, uh, and and I, 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 of course, as, as many people know, I uh, understood what was happening in terms of a, a collective mass formation and, uh, and an emerging totalitarianism. Um, and at the same time, um, as I was thinking about the phenomenon, I noticed that the historical examples of, of similar situations in which mass formations emerged all showed that the only thing we can do about such a situation, about such a collective a group dynamic where people become collectively blind and start to become extremely intolerant for, uh, for people who think differently, that the only thing you can do about this is continuing to speak out. And that's, I think that's something we have to be aware of. If we don't want things uh, to get much worse, then we will have to find the courage, each and every one of us, each and every one of us in its own way, to speak out and to um, articulate our opinion uh, when it uh, goes against um, the dominant discourse. So that's why I'm here and that's why I support uh, this initiative. As Dr. Mandy Cohen walks into a room of CDC staffers, it has the feel of a first day of school. Hi. Employees assessing the new boss, the boss hoping to get to know her team, an agency that consists of 20,000 staffers around the world. This is the first gathering of what Cohen's calling Meetups with Mandy, a laid-back gathering she hopes to replicate. The internal medicine physician, mother of two, who regularly wears a Hebrew high necklace, meaning life, had early inspiration to get into the medical field. Her mom was a nurse practitioner. I saw how her work um, really impacted um, not just the person she was serving, but their, their families and then communities. We joined Cohen in Atlanta at the CDC's headquarters shortly after President Joe Biden chose her as director, replacing Dr. Rochelle Walensky, who recently stepped down. What was it about the CDC that made you say, I want to get back into the public sector? I went an opportunity to lead an agency whose mission is to protect the health of this nation and frankly, the world. It was, it was easy to get to yes. Good afternoon, I'm Dr. Mandy Cohen. Cohen became a household name in North Carolina, leading the state's Department of Health and Human Services during the height of the COVID pandemic. You know, it is a, something new this year and we want folks to feel comfortable with it. Um, I got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, for example, um, and I want folks to hear from, from others about their own vaccine experiences, the fact that, um, again, safe and really, really effective. Was it a luck of the draw for the J&J vaccine, or was that an intentional decision by you to go that way? So I happened to, um, it, was, it was sort of a timing issue of when state employees and public health officials became eligible for the vaccine. It was the same week that Johnson & Johnson became um, available. Um, and I, again, as a, as a public health official, I wanted folks to know that I felt all of these vaccines were safe and effective. 
um, and that there are benefits to the Johnson and Johnson of one and done. So I got my one shot and I was done. And so it was intentional. I, I, I chose it specifically to show folks my confidence um, in it and that that all, you know, it is a, something new this year and we want folks to feel comfortable with it. Um, I got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, for example, um, and I As Dr. Mandy Cohen walks into a room of CDC staffers, it has the feel of a first day of school. Hi. Hi. Employees assessing the new boss, the boss hoping to get to know her team, an agency that consists of 20,000 staffers around the world. This is the first gathering of what Cohen's calling meetups with Mandy, a laid back gathering she hopes to replicate. The internal medicine physician, mother of two, who regularly wears a Hebrew high necklace, meaning life, had early inspiration to get into the medical field. Her mom was a nurse practitioner. I saw how her work um, really impacted um, not just the person she was serving, but their, their families and then communities. We joined Cohen in Atlanta at the CDC's headquarters shortly after President Joe Biden chose her as director, replacing Dr. Rochelle Walensky, who recently stepped down. What was it about the CDC that made you say, I want to get back into the public sector? I went an opportunity to lead an agency whose mission is to protect the health of this nation and frankly, the world. It was, it was easy to get to, to yes. Good afternoon. I'm Dr. Mandy Cohen. Cohen became a household name in North Carolina, leading the state's Department of Health and Human Services during the height of the COVID pandemic. Then the next is from comedian Jimmy Dore about Bill Gates. And then another uh, doctor of evil, this guy by the name of Paul Offit. He recommends all the vaccines for everybody, but he won't take them himself. I think somebody said if the uh, 72 kill shot that you apply to infants is so healthy for you, why don't you just take them all uh, at first? And he said no. So he's just another one of these guys like Hotez or Cohen. And... Uh, they are, he's saying, like, don't talk to JFK. Like, these guys can't debate. They will say, trust the science, but they will not test the science in a public forum. So these are total demons. The new thing, he's off the COVID vaccine. He already cashed in his stock for the COVID vaccine. He made $500 million. <laughs> off his COVID stock for the vaccine. While you got locked down and weren't allowed to go to work and make money, he, made, he, he bought $55 million worth of stock that went 10 times in value. And now watch the next thing he says, because he just cashed in that stock. So the new thing is nasal COVID thing, because it blocks the infection. Well, watch this. We also need to fix the three problems with vaccines. The current vaccines are not infection blocking. Uh, they're not broad. So when new variants come up, you lose protection. And they have very short duration. So now he's shitting on the vaccine. And now he's pushing this new thing. Because I was like, well, he cashed out his stock on the vaccine, and now he's invested in this new thing. Is he invested in this new thing? I don't know. Let's look. This is the Economic Times industry, Gates Foundation, to fund two COS for vaccine research. Two companies? Is that what that is? For vaccine research. New Delhi, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation will fund two Indian firms, Serum Institute of India and Bharat Biotech. Wait a minute. That's the people doing this. So Rogan said no scientist will debate RFK Jr. So he must be right. Uh, and you, the title of your post is, uh, should we debate the undebatable? What do you mean by that? 
By that, I mean, is it's not scientifically debatable. You know, whether vaccines, for example, cause autism has now been well studied. Whether thimerosal at the level contained in vaccines was harmful has now been well studied. That's the area where the debate occurs. I mean, if he if he believes that um, that he's right, then prove it. Prove it in a scientific venue. We can't. And so he's just trying to have it as an argument between a lawyer and a scientist. I do think, though, that you can have you can debate the undebatable depending on the debaters. So if you look, for example, there was a debate between Ken Ham, who was a creationist and the CEO of something called Answers in Genesis, and, and Bill Nye. The science guy. This was mm-hmm. years ago at the Creation Museum in Kentucky. Listen, it's on YouTube. And, and what you hear is a very respectful discussion between two people, each of whom believes what they're saying is true. And it was respectfully done. And, and what, what Ken Ham put forward his notion, which is everything that is written in the Bible is immutable and unchallengeable. And Ken Ham just went through a series of, I'm sorry, and Bill Nye went through a series of, of uh, facts showing why, you know, Noah's Ark couldn't have happened or why the Great Flood couldn't have happened or why the earth is not successful years old it's 4.5 billion years old and goes through a lot of that evidence but it's in a respectful way i just don't see rfk jr as that person i I think he's he's constantly putting other people down he's constantly saying everybody else is in the pocket of industry and it just it's mean-spirited and off-putting and it makes i just think five minutes into a debate like that people are just going to remember the fight not the facts and nothing's accomplished i think this is a problem paul that's going to continue because we're just moving to the next elections and his rhetoric will increase. So, you know, if any scientists are listening or public health people, I, I think all of us have to respond in any way that we can. Otherwise, we will be drowned out. I agree. I, I can't believe that his, if he's really serious about running for president, I can't believe that an anti-vaccine platform is something that his handlers believe is a good idea. I, I have to believe that that rhetoric will decline over time but I'm an optimist. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles season ticket holder, so I'm <laughs> sure by me. I, I agree. I, I don't see how it being anti-vax is, is a platform, but uh, what do I know? I, when it comes to politics, I'm out of my lane, Paul, so I don't know anything. I, I just know a little bit of science. So, But I do think that we'll have to respond as long as this goes on. If he's on um, Lex Friedman, we're going to have to respond, and uh, it's time well spent. There's been so many big developments since you were on with this about a month ago. Uh, We have uh, COVID-19 vaccines, the culprit and majority found dead after injection around 74%, 73.9. There's so many other big, huge developments. Uh, This is really, the house of cards already fell down. Now we're digging through the wreckage and finding out just how bad it was. So, So to cover the waterfront, Dr. Peter McCullough, thank you so much for your work and thanks for being here with us. Alex, this is a stunning set of developments. You know, one of my very first papers in COVID in 2020 was in The Lancet. I'm the most published person in my field in the world in history, so Lancet knows who I am. I always do high quality work. I had assembled a team, a worldwide team, to pull every single autopsy that occurred after the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, We had an extensive search strategy, poured through 600 papers plus Uh, Then we independently adjudicated them using standard methodology. And we put this manuscript together and we sent it into Lancet. And Lancet actually, you know, viewed it favorably. They triaged it to a lower level journal, which we respectfully declined because we know it's going to be a high level uh, paper and a high level journal. But Lancet took it on its preprint server 
in order to show the data ahead of peer review. And, and, you know, they went through two rounds of review on this. We use all standard submission. Alex, over the first night on Lancet, it was surging in downloads. Lancet didn't even know what to do. The servers were burning hot. And then in the morning, Lancet puts out a notice, we shut it down. We don't think the methodology supports the conclusions. And this looks very suspicious for outside interference trying to censor an important paper the world wanted to see. Well, we know you talked about this three years ago and it later came out in Congress just uh, last week and about a month before that the so-called scientists hired by Fauci and Peter Daszak to say there was no lab leak internally said we know it's a lab leak. Uh, so, I mean, it's just incredible that we see the fingerprints all over this time and time again, covering up real scientific reports. I saw you on some other shows. We played it earlier in the week. You laid out the fact that this was prestigious scientists and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and looking at a bunch of studies that came up with this study. Explain to us, uh, is this study credible? It's credible. Listen, I recruited Roger Hodkinson, former uh, president of the Canadian Society of Pathology. We had uh, reviewers who are very experienced in reviewing pathologic specimens, and we were all independent from the original authors. Remember, when these first papers were published, Alex, uh, they may have seen a big blood clot that killed the patient, but they concluded it wasn't the vaccine because they didn't know back then the vaccine could cause blood clots, so we needed contemporary review. We found 73.9% of the deaths were directly caused by the vaccine or the vaccine significantly contributed to it. This is a bombshell finding. This means the next person who dies after the vaccine and there's no other cause, there's about a 74% chance that it was the vaccine that's the cause of death. That's the reason why this paper is so important. We put it up on the EU server Zenodo and right now, Alex, it has over 120,000 views or downloads let me tell you, a typical scientific paper could be anywhere from five to 50 downloads, but not 125,000. This is going, going to make shockwaves and is making shockwaves around the world. <clears throat> and then I'll finish these with RFK on the vaccine's presidential nomination, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., then the head of the Department of Homeland Security deliberately lying in front of Congress with no consequences. Uh, much like Fauci, which uh, should terrify you, really. The fact that your DOJ will not prosecute these people. That's the rule. That's what stands for the, quote, rule of law, unquote, these days. And then the idiot, one, one stumble and fall from the White House, Kamala Harris, uh, blubbering on as usual. So, scary times. My father told me when I was a child, people in authority lie. And we all, if we are going to continue to live in a democracy, we need to understand that people in authority lie. People in authority will abuse every power that we relinquish to them. And right now we are giving them the power to micromanage every bit of our lives 24 hours a day, they're going to know where we are, they're going to know the money that we spend, they're going to have access to our children, they're going to have the right to f compel unwanted medical interventions on us. We, you know, the Nazis did that in the camps in World War II. They tested vaccines on gypsies and Jews. And the world was so horrified after the war 
and we sign the Nuremberg Charter. And we all pledge when we do that, we would never again impose unwanted medical interventions on human beings without informed consent. And yet in two years, all of that conviction has suddenly disappeared. And people are walking around in mass where the science has not been explained to them. They are, they are doing what they're told. They are orchestrating, these, these government agencies are orchestrating obedience. And it is not democratic. It's not the product of democracy. It's the product of a pharmaceutical driven biosecurity agenda that will enslave the entire human race and plunge us into a dystopian nightmare where the apocalyptical forces of ignorance and greed will be running our lives and ruining our children and destroying all the dreams and dignity that we hope to give to our children. Mr. Mayorkas, I actually really want to thank you as well for coming here today for your performance. I have watched with absolute fascination as you have danced and dodged and lied. Yes, lied. We know you've lied. You know you've lied. But more importantly, the American public knows that you lied throughout your testimony today. And yet you believe that you and your fellow architects of the censorship industrial complex think that you should be able to determine what is and isn't true and what is and isn't untrue. You are the walking, talking epitome of the very tyrant that our forefathers recognized would gravitate towards government service. And it is because of people like you that they drafted the First Amendment. I thank them for their foresight. I thank them for recognizing that you and people like you would do everything in your power to control speech, to control freedom, to take away our rights. And they've written a document that isn't going to allow you to do that. Unfortunately, we still have courts and judges who recognize that you don't have the power that you are attempting to take, that you do not have the right to limit our freedom of speech, our freedom of association, our right to communicate. Thank God we have the First Amendment so that we can stop you from doing what you've been doing. With that, I yield back. Well, I think culture is, it is a reflection of our moment and our time, right? And, and, and present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. And, and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment that is a reflection of joy because you know, it comes in the morning. <laughs> we have to find ways to also express the way we feel about the moment in terms of just having language and, and, and a connection to how people are experiencing life. And I think about it in that way too. Well, I think culture is, it, it is a reflection of our moment and our time. And early on, just think about it. Early on, he even had the audacity to name this coalition the National Rainbow Coalition. Think about that. He defined the rainbow. He was one of the first to define the rainbow. 
And early on, just think about it, early on. And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and, and we can predict then, if we think about what, machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that process. And I think the first part of this issue that Okay, and then I'm going to read off some slides, a lot of new information, important stuff. This is one from Aussie 17, Aussie 17, uh, breaking the S just hit the fan. Almost 5 million adverse events reported by Pfizer's own documents. Hold on to your seats, folks, because a few hours ago, Daniel Horowitz from Conservative Review unleashed Pfizer's post-marketing adverse event report. Confidential Pfizer document shows the company observed 1.6 million adverse events covering nearly every organ system. Over 10,000 categories of nearly 1.6 million adverse events, many of them serious and debilitating, brought to you by Pfizer. So incredible stuff. So they knew. It's not just the CDC that knew, totally corrupt. This is the vigilant Fox. Steve Kirsch testifies the truth about all vaccines to Pennsylvania State Senate. All these vaccines are causing harm to our kids. It's not just the COVID vaccines. If you compare the results of kids whose moms didn't get vaccinated, no vitamin K shot, no vaccines, and if you compare the outcomes of those kids versus kids who got the CDC schedule, there is a dramatic difference. It is a difference that nobody wants to talk about. The fully unvaccinated kids are always healthier. And here's Peter McCullough. This paper from Connecticut, two boys take Pfizer shot, two days, three, days three and four, they die in their sleep. Their parents are horrified. Their teenagers are dead after the shot. They demand autopsies. The Connecticut coroner says, I've never seen this before. He calls in University of Michigan, University of Minnesota pathology departments. They examine the hearts. They conclude it's fatal Pfizer vaccine-induced myocarditis. Archives of pathology, this is one of our Beth pathology, pathology journals. This is not controversial. So. Kills you. Man of memes, no indictment. Pfizer caught funneling $12 million to Anderson Cooper to promote mRNA jabs to Americans. Yeah, that's such a guy you can trust. He just has all like the signs of just a monster. These people are totally evil. Cat A, the toughest question Peter McCullough, MD, has to face is why many people don't seem to suffer any adverse events from the shots. Now, the peer-reviewed literature confirms a batch vari variability problem amongst three groups. The first, first batch is like saline with no side effects. The second, mostly moderate side effects. The third group, accounting for 4.2% of vials, showed serious side effects through the roof. The estimate is that 15% have been injured as a result of these bad batches. This is Paul Alexander. 400 billion U.S. dollars now reported as stolen and grifter and grafted from COVID relief money. 400 billion. Huge. Incredible. Just a huge, big scam. This is God Saad in re reference to the fact that the vaccine uh, shot was originally hailed as preventing getting infected and spreading infection. I'm not trying to litigate the matter. Perhaps wish me a speedy recovery rather than being indignant. And then Jordan B. Peterson. I got vaccinated because I naively believed 
the woke force mongers would leave me the hell alone thereafter. Fool me once. Jay Bell, I live in an Amish town in Pennsylvania. No vaccines, no masks, no deaths from COVID. And the lady asked a question, why isn't COVID affecting you people? And his response is, we don't have TV. Eileen Lorio, this is what the CDC, Gov, and FDA have hidden from the American people for almost 25 years. The fact that these autism things are going up. Vaccines equal autism. You know, they're covered up. That's why they won't debate. That's why hotels won't debate. Here's some good news. Autophagy, fasting, as usual, always is good for you. I don't know where it's not. This is Paul Alexander. Autophagy, due to intermittent fasting, fasting in general, allows your pancreas and liver some downtime to refresh, rejuvenate, helps clean out the cellular trash. Fasting may help with long COVID. Biblical. Egyptus, pandemic impressions three, the great beclowning of science. Scientists promised to solve the pandemic and failed to get anything right. They discredited themselves and their profession before millions, and in consequence, they're more powerful than ever before. This is a clown. Circuses struggle to find new clowns as top prospects continue to be appointed to the Biden administration. So true. Uh, Evidence of 20 to $30 million in illegal payments to the Bidens. These are people watching over this entire kill shot deployment. Five million to the big guy. There's Bill Gates. Tests on humanized mice. This is Brof Barrick, EcoHealth Alliance. I'm probably going to have to do an entire show on the proximal origins fiasco and the cover-up. It's probably important that this was a bioweapon. It was a bioweapon, then another bioweapon rollout. Igor Chudov, to prevent the next pandemic, punish those who started this pandemic. Yeah, very wise. They're planning another one. There was just another paper that came out, I think, uh, from Becerra, the head of the HHS, saying what we're going to do in the next pandemic. So it's part of this whole new policy of rule by emergency. It's much better you can get around all these old systems and act like a dictator or actually be a dictator. Let's see. COVID-19 was a product of bioweapon and vaccine research. Yeah, they melded together. The Sunday Times has reviewed hundreds of documents, including previously confidential reports, internal memos, scientific papers, and email correspondence that has been obtained through sources or by freedom of information campaigners in the three years since the pandemic started. We also interviewed the U.S. State Department investigators, including experts on China, emerging pandemic threats, and biowarfare, who conducted the first significant U.S. inquiry into the origins of the COVID-19 outbreak. One of the reasons there is no published information on such work, according to all three investigators, is because the shadow project on the mine virus at the Wuhan Institute was being funded by the Chinese military. State Department investigators wrote in their report, Despite presenting itself as a civilian institution, the United States has determined that the Wuhan Institute of Virology has collaborated on publications and secret projects with China's military. The Wuhan Institute of Virology has engaged in classified research, including laboratory animal experiments, on on the behalf of the Chinese military since at least 2017. So that's Fauci who's funding them. So it's not good. And a lot of there's a lot of suspicious deaths around uh, some of this big pharma stuff. One guy I hadn't heard of until 
recently was Dr. Jeffrey Bradstreet, a renowned physician known for his skepticism of immunizations, particularly the MMR vaccine. In his progressive autism research, he was found dead, floating in a North Carolina river with a single gunshot wound. Wow, there you go. It's another river death, right? Another water death. It's like blood over from assassinations to the smiley face killers. His family still has no answers. Leading up to his death, Bradstreet was working with a highly controversial molecule that occurs naturally within the human body and is believed to be capable of treating and reversing autism. Researchers claim that GCMAF, globulin component macrophage activating factor, which becomes the GC protein after combining with vitamin D in the body, is effective for treating HIV, diabetes, and diseases of the liver and kidneys. More importantly, GCMAF experts predict that the natural molecule has the potential to be a universal cure for cancer. They kind of suppress that. Conspiracy theories become real. The GCMAF story gives every cancer conspiracy theorist all the evidence needed to convince others there's a concerted effort to hide what appears to be a bona fide natural cancer cure that can be spun out of blood plasma obtained from healthy adults. In this internet era, how long can valid cancer cures be covered up? How many doctors can they shoot or otherwise kill? 63 to date, one new every week before the public cancers catches on. And there's a picture of Bradstreet. Many natural medicine doctors in the U.S. who oppose mass childhood vaccination for infectious diseases also recommend or administer GCMAF for cancer and other maladies. Moreover, some of these doctors accomplished full recovery of 60% of nonverbal autistic children and were said in news reports to have discovered that vaccines are laced with an enzyme, Nagalese, that facilitates the spread of cancer. GMAF drastically reduces Nagalese levels and treats many vaccine-induced diseases. That's a picture. You are the carbon they want to reduce, no doubt. CDC director now claims there's no data on the vaccination status of COVID hospitalizations. The public were coerced to undergo a potentially harmful medical experiment based on data that didn't exist, direct violation of the Nuremberg Code. My last episode was Walensky is a monster, the one before it, actually. Uh, Yeah, she totally should have been arrested. (laughs) The Department of Justice. It's the Department of Joke. It's a joke. This is your new monster-in-chief, Cohen. She's wearing a Fauci mask. Peter Halligan, the jackboots are coming. Colts persist with the jackboot and the gun. First, C-19, next, the climate. Taxation enables corruption because all taxation is theft. There is no climate crisis. There is no climate crisis, no question. It is the product of a cult that cannot demonstrate any evidence backing up claims. Its followers are brainwashed children, idiots, science deniers, and grifters, no doubt. The C-19 pandemic was a... created by criminals in the U.S. military operating inside and outside the U.S. who are part of a group of criminals in the alphabet soup of intelligence and health agencies, no doubt. These criminals blew up Trump's healthy economy after their attempts to project their own crimes of collusion with Russia and Ukraine failed. Right. Election rigging returned a joke of a candidate. It took 2,000 mules to elect one jackass. That's true. More like 200,000 mules. So they're just total, total fraud, man. Such a joke. Just to see this indictment that came out against Bush, the I mean Trump the other day, that uh, like he was just we won the election, eighty-one million votes is a total joke. It's more likelihood there's a greater likelihood that you'll see you'll see Sasquatch surfing on 
the uh, you know on top of a dinosaur on Waikiki Beach than Biden won the election with 81 million votes. No way. Igor Chudov. So COVID-19 is a bioweapon after all the times explains. SARS-CoV-2 is a result of bioweapons research in the work of Ralph Barrick and Peter Daszak. What really went on inside the Wuhan lab weeks before COVID erupted. So that's from the times. There's the national COVID memorial wall with all the deaths. Jan Jekilek, Jekilek. Databases such as VAERS, Yellow Card, Udra Vigilant showed huge numbers of adverse events shortly after the COVID vaccine was rolled out, yet the government denied it and continues denying it to this day, says, argues Sasha Radapovo. CT Free Spirit. There's going to be so many died suddenly people soon. Detox now, I really mean it. Amen. Detox Red Wine. Curcumin, natokinase, NAC, autophagy. Paul Alexander, did Dr. James Thorpe and McCullough et al. find devastating outcomes for pregnant women and baby and menstrual function due to the mRNA technology gene injection? Yes, 100%. They wrote a paper together. COVID-19 vaccines, the impact on pregnancy outcomes and menstrual function. Mark Crispin Miller, doctors all around the world are now awake and saying never again as our overlords prepare to lock us down again because of that next imaginary plague or climate change. Doctors are finally organized to stop it. An outstanding show by Jimmy Dore featuring Dr. Kat Lindley, head of the new Global Health Project. She's great and Jimmy's in rare form on the murderous World Health Organization. The psychopathic billionaire owns it and the larger war on truth itself whether it's about masks and lockdowns, Ukraine, or whatever else we're not allowed to speak of, honestly. Well-written. There's Dr. Mandy Cohen. She's going to keep the kill going. That's another witch. They should picture her with, like, a witch's hat and, like, a cauldron. Like, boiling in trouble. Take my witch's brew. It's probably it's more accurate. Way more accurate. Rise Melbourne, Sydney, Australia, an epic visualization of the absolute destruction that continues in Australia. A stunning harborside tribute to the unfortunate coincidences, all the people who are dying. Kevin McKernan presents evidence of COVID-19 vaccine contamination to the FDA BRB PAC Advisory Committee. The Pfizer vaccine specifically had this SV40 promoter, which was not disclosed in the expression vector map, that was given to the EMA, Matthew Aldridge. Yeah, so that was a big scandal back in the day as the SV40 uh, cancer promoter. So it just like it was a witch's brew. <coughs> There's Fauci. Remember that one time in the 80s, 90s when people died from the AIDS treatment and not the actual AIDS virus? Remember the one doctor who promoted that treatment? You know, this is Joe Rogan. Pelham, Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci both funded EchoHealth, which created COVID-19 in the Wuhan laboratory. Both placed reps in the NIH suppressing ivermectin HCQ, hydroxychloroquine, to get emergency use authorization for the COVID-19 vaccines. They knew ivermectin HCQ was effective against COVID-19 and would have saved thousands of lives. Yeah, millions. They didn't care because they knew they would make billions from the ineffective vaccines. They never were vaccines. Paul Alexander, did doctors warn their pregnant women patients about dangers of the Malone, Carrico, Weissman, et al. mRNA technology-based gene injection vaccines? No, they stood silent and pushed it. 
Doctors are a criminal in this and should be made to pay for harms. Makus reminds us of fetal death post-mRNA shot, fetal cardiac arrest, and pulmonary hemorrhage and placental blood clots, congenital malformations. Yeah. Like you thought all of like the obviously to me, obviously created autism. This next generation after these COVID shots is going to be a whopper, man. It's going to be a biological disaster. Deaths go up, births go down. There's Bill Gates at the center of everything. Gavi, Johns Hopkins, Imperial College, University of Oxford, Media Action, NIH, The Guardian, Event 201. Bill Gates' vaccine crime record, 496,000 paralyzed children in India and more. Catherine Watt, public health emergencies are camouflage power grabs. Pre-recorded 30-minute presentation for Dublin Academic Symposium on International Human Rights Law. So she's done a lot of great work. Catherine Watt. Toby Young, heart failure deaths in May hit 44% above their pre-pandemic expected level. So why is the government refusing to investigate, asks Nick Rendell. Because they're in on it, they got paid. This is uh, update. Dr. Peter Hotez admits he fabricated false attack against Cheryl Atkinson. On May 6th, Peter Hotez, often cited in the news media as an expert on vaccine safety, tweeted a fabricated claim about me. This is from Cheryl Atkinson. He falsely stated that I had endorsed an article on my website that encouraged people to go on the attack against him and compared him to Mengele. I had never even seen such an article, let alone endorsed it on my website or anywhere else. Hotez then used the supposed attacks against him as the basis to go on a media tour, claiming that anti-vaxxers and white supremacists were threatening his safety. After being contacted by my attorney, Hotez has publicly acknowledged his mistake. So then he wrote, he tweeted, In April, Nature published my essay. On May 6, Natural News and Cheryl Atkinson published articles criticizing me. In my May 6 post, misstated that Cheryl Atkinson endorsed the Natural News article. I promptly deleted the post once it was brought to my attention. And then this is, why does Hotez not want to debate debate RFK Jr. on Rogan? This seems to be a clue. Says James Thorpe, Dr. Peter Hotez, you are dead wrong pushing the C-19 gene products in pregnant women, preborns, and newborns. You cannot prove safety, efficacy, or necessity in pregnancy. Yet you advocate pushing the most lethal medication ever rolled out by Pfizer's own 90-day post-market studies in my pregnant patients. See page 7 and page 12. You, Shima Bakuro, Rubin, HHS, CDC, ACOG, ABOG, SMFM, knew in March 2021, and you tried to bury the damning data for 75 years. Yeah, see, they all knew. They're all criminals. They're all mass murderers. Department of Justice is just totally gone, man. These are huge organizations, too. Like, I think the CDC, like, yearly budget is $10 billion. Like not 10 million, but 10 billion. Like that's how much damage they can do. It's just, I mean, that's just a little bit. Like I think that Fauci in his time, like his allotments of funds and stuff that he controlled was in the hundreds of billions of dollars. Like it wasn't, it wasn't chump change. All being distributed to all these weird agencies and administrative bodies and things like that. that The public doesn't, doesn't follow. Rogan's offered to donate 100000 to Dr. Peter Hotez's favorite charity if he will agree to debate RFK Jr. The presidential candidate then offered further encouragement in a polite tweet. And then Robert F. Kennedy. 
Peter, let's have a final, have the respectful, congenial, informative debate that American people deserve. He blocked somebody, Dr. SDRK. Here's here's why Peter Hotez blocked me. He's promoting remdesivir. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's a proven killer. Elon Musk kind of chimed in. Maybe Peter Hotez just hates charity. Peter Hotez, I'm not an expert in guns and ammunition, but I think I know what this means. It's unacceptable and has to stop. This is Phoenix Ammunition. Today's propaganda, Dr. Hotez and other COVID vaccine maximalists should be treated similarly to doctors that experimented on Jews during the Holocaust. They didn't have a choice to say no, and in many cases, neither, neither did U.S. citizens. Treat them like the criminals they are, and there's like a picture of ammunition. Simpson's paradox in the correlations between excess mortality and COVID-19 injections, a case study of iatrogenic pandemic for elderly Australians. It's a paper that got put out uh, recently. I'm not going to read the whole paper. Maybe I should, but the conclusion is earlier epidemiological evidence that COVID injections reduce illness and death is now methodologically invalidated. And the claim that the injections are beneficial for the vulnerable is refuted. The injections explain the mystery of significant numbers of non-COVID excess deaths. The Australian pandemic is shown to be iatrogenic, particularly for the elderly who have suffered disproportionate harm. Deliberately ignoring this clear evidence is tantamount to iatrogenic geronticide. Yeah, brutal. Atrogenic, what does it mean? I have a definition somewhere. Induced unintentionally in a patient by a physician. Used especially of an infection or other complication of treatment. These papers are come out brutal. Like, these people are freaking monsters. Your countries can't survive with these people around. I mean, you have, they have to be arrested. They're worse than serial killers. They dwarf serial killer stuff. Igor Chudov. So, COVID-19 is a bioweapon. I already repeat that. Igor, oh, this is just forwarded by somebody. Igor applies his intellect. Lessons learned only will manifest if those committing ger- genocide of tens of millions and the maiming of billions are tried, executed. This includes those in the politicians, health regulators, DOD, WF, WHO, who are part of the cabal that perpetrated this monstrous crime. There can be no forgiveness for those that kill for money and power. This was an interesting thing. This was forwarded by Denis Rancourt. It's about the illusion of moral superiority. It's probably outside of the realm of kind of what I'm talking about, but it's interesting just about how people really think that they're morally superior. We revealed that virtually all individuals irrationally inflated their moral qualities, and the absolute and relative magnitude of this irrationality was greater than that in the other domains of positive self-evaluation. Inconsistent with prevailing theories of overly positive self-belief, irrational moral superiority was not associated with self-esteem. Taken together, these findings suggest that moral superiority is a uniquely strong and prevalent form of positive illusion, but the underlying function remains unknown. Yeah. Rav Aurora, new Israeli data, no known COVID deaths in healthy people under 50. Time is vindicated. Yes, it's a killer vaccine. Mike Michelle Chusadovsky, Global Research. Let us be under no illusions. The COVID jab is not only experimental, it's a big pharma killer vaccine which modifies the human genome. The evidence of mortality and morbidity resulting from vaccine inoculation, both present and future, is overwhelming. The official data 
as well as numerous scientific studies confirm the nature of the COVID-19 mRNA, which is being imposed on all humanity. Peer-reviewed reports confirm the causes of shot-related deaths and adverse events, including blood clots, thrombosis, myocarditis, cardiac arrests. The stated objective is to enforce the worldwide vaccination of 8 billion people in 190 countries. Yeah, they're just trying to kill everybody off. Chief Nerd. Hollywood's mandatory onset vaccination protocols do not end well May 12th, according to Variety, meaning it is possible that Jamie Foxx would have had to have got a COVID-19 shot to continue working in film and TV. Musician Rich, who is part of the group Big and Rich, responded to Kirk's post, Jamie Foxx should sue Pfizer. Oh, that's right. Never mind. They have immunity from all the damages they cause. No, they don't. <laughs> There's applied uh, warranties. Uh, you can't also, yeah. I think that there's ways around certain contracts too. If you if you find these these contracts unconscionable, unconscionable a uh, judge can invalidate them. This story is happening all over the country, and no one is doing a damn thing about it. This is the definition of crimes against humanity. Pray for Jamie. This is COVID nineteen propaganda from the Australian government. Get vaccinated. There's Mandy Cohen again, the next witch. This is a long one, but it's just basically about vaccines and autism, totally connect, correlated, total correlation. Paul Alexander, Dr. Peter McCullough's excellent substack on the devastation of the spike protein, either from COVID virus or mRNA technology, ravages the vascular endothelium, blood clots bleeding, excellent reference to Dr. Bruce Patterson's work, showing spike persisting in blood body for months or years post-infection. The need for a spike detoxifier, yeah, should be taken. Can also take uh, uh, ivermectin. Get rid of it. Go on a long-term ivermectin. Very, very uh, low possibility of harms from ivermectin. It's a super safe drug. The idea of this wall sickens my stomach. It's all based on a combination of misattribution of deaths and state-sanctioned murder. It should be called the National Cancer Cardiovascular Disease Ventilator-Induced Pneumonia Forced. Midazolam, morphine, overdose, neglect wall, yeah, murder wall. Probably be like a Holocaust. There'll probably be memorials just to see how many people died from this. They really should. They really should actually put together something like people died just so they can get a proper number count, like how many people died in your family, how many people were injured. CBC, Nova Scotia is seeing significant excess mortality. No mention of any possible involvement with the government coerced vaccinations. Steve Kirsch, what did Paul Offit do when RFK Jr. caught him in the lie? Offit abruptly terminated the conversation, has never delivered the studies he promised. Offit is unethical and unfit for purpose. Listen to the RFK Jr. interview on Joe Rogan podcast for the full story starting at the 20-minute mark. That guy's still out there promoting vaccines. They look more and more nervous. I looked at his face. I don't know if they, they're used, not used to having pressure or people asking them questions. Offit looked nervous, like, hey, man, I could end up in... in arrested he better not better robert kennedy jr better not become president because some of these people are probably going to get arrested he's not going to say that robert kennedy jr but that's i think i would assume that rfk's claim rfk's jr's claim was that experts like paul offit were citing the 2003 
Pinch Ichero study showing ethyl mercury thimerosal clears quickly from the body as proof of its safety. He says the obvious question is where does it go because the study couldn't fully account for it in hair, stool, urine, etc. He says that he raises the Burbacher study to refute the idea that clearing the, from the blood is proof of safety. Here's an excerpt from the quoted text. <clears throat> Basically, there's no safe amount of mercury. One micron isn't safe. There's Paul Offit right here. Vaccine Education Center Director, Philadelphia Children, something, yeah. These guys are responsible for just massive injury and harm, families, kids. Steve Kirsch, I'll donate 50000 if Paul Offit takes the entire CDC-recommended vaccine schedule in one sitting. He once said healthy infants could, walk, could safely get up to 100,000 vaccines at once. It's time to walk the talk. Take just one dose of each vaccine on the CDC childhood schedule in one sitting. Yeah, do it. And Jippus, the ominous new mood of the American social media censors. Yeah, no kidding. Really ominous. They went after people who were trying to tell the truth. More ways to detoxify. Spike protein, optimal detoxification. As the science matures with optimal comparative effectiveness research, McCullough, natokinase, 2,000 FU, 100 milligrams twice a day. Bromelain, you can actually get that in pineapples, 500 milligram once a day. Nanoliposomal curcumin, 500 milligram twice daily. Yeah, people, everybody needs to detox. Tim Truth, enormous list of post-vaccine suicides, extremely terrifying trend emerges. What did they inject? So a lot of people are killing themselves. Don't kill yourself. Go through one of these detoxifications. Take some... Uh, what do you call it? Ivermectin. Get some sunshine. Go sauning. Go take a sauna. This is not good. Data demonstrate the presence of significant amounts of truncated modified forms of mRNA at somewhat higher levels in the batches manufactured with the commercial process as compared to material used in clinical trials. When present in the cell, there's a possibility that aberrant proteins will be expressed with possibilities for unwanted immunological events. Wittgenstein, back to life, 2023. In a public comment to the CDC, molecular biologist and toxicologist, Dr. Jancy Chun Lindsay, PhD, called to immediately halt COVID vaccine production and distribution, citing fertility, blood clotting concerns, coagulopathy, and immune escape. Dr. Lindsay explained to the committee the scientific evidence showing that the coronavirus virus Shots are not safe. Yeah, they're definitely not safe. Richard H. Ebright. These two were funding cutouts between the NIH and the reckless coronavirus gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Peter Dazak in NIH and Peter Hotez on NIH. See, people are starting to figure this out. These guys are in trouble. They're responsible for, for like millions and trillions of losses. I mean, off the charts. Houstonic live. It would take 100,000 to 200,000 lab workers jumping off the Wuhan lab roof just to equal the death toll of remdesivir. It's time to double down. Virus origin stories are all a distraction. The priority must be to talk about what actually killed most people. Yeah, but they're both important to talk about. Jessica Rose, this is important. Let's get back to being who we actually are. Enough with the toxic industry. Roles of bromelain and curcumin in battling recurrent SARS spike protein exposures. 
natural products have strong rationale for use post-COVID-19 and vaccine syndromes. Yeah. Catherine Watt, important reporting by David Zwieg on the real-time efforts of the killer cabal to reinforce their grip on state and local power under public health pretexts. It's also important to understand that these civil liberty-destroying powers have already been put in place since the early 2000s under Model State Emergency Health Powers Act and related legislative lobbying programs orchestrated by lawyers at Johns Hopkins, Georgetown, and other key institutions. And the title of it is An Influential Let an influential yet little-known document may be determine your civil liberties. A commission of law officials from all 50 states is in the process of creating a legal framework to give wide powers to governors and state authorities during emergencies. David Zweig. It's like this new rule by emergency. I'll just make a fake emergency up. Oh, that's Sam Harris. This guy's a piece of work. Cynthia Cox, why do vaccinated people represent most COVID-19 deaths right now? Good question. Walter Chestnut, the spike protein, DNA, methylation, reinfections, and rapid aging. A, synth a synthesis of two recent studies provides deep insight into the ominous problems of rapid aging associated with even asymptomatic reinfection. This is like a diagram of the SARS-CoV-2, Swiss Army knife of death, macrovascular disease, neurodegeneration, oncogenesis, autoimmunity, senescence, and prionopathy. Fun, fun. Walter Chestnut, an urgent warning, the spike protein expressed on the cell surface causes transplant rejection of the entire body, long COVID. Every organ expressing spike is attacked as if it were transplanted due to the expression of a foreign non-self protein on self surfaces, right? So that's the autoimmunity problem. That's so crazy what they did. Literally just tried to kill everybody. And then he writes, this is by far my most important post. It is also my most disturbing, yet it is my greatest hope that it will guide us toward finding solutions. Please study the above image carefully. This is a graphic which shows how the body rejects transplants. Every single individual that receives a transplanted organ will have some level of this type of rejection. The only exception will be if the organ donor happens to be an identical twin of the recipient. Why? Because identical twins have the same DNA. And there's the rub. People who are not identical twins of each other have different MHC molecules expressed on their cell surfaces. Virtually every cell in the body has some type of MHC molecule expressed on its surface. Why is this so extremely dangerous in the context of the spike protein? Replace the MHC molecule with the spike protein instead of the cells having MHC complexes on them, they have spike proteins. So that's what creates it. Heart, pancreas, liver, kidney, just a big mess. This is these suicides again. Suicides, people killing themselves now, hanging themselves due to the devastating effects of the COVID gene-based injections, the mRNA technology-based shots. They say cannot go on, harms too much. Yeah. This is the SV40 issue, Joseph Marcola. The COVID-19 shots are turning out to be more of a time bomb than ever imagined. This new discovery of the presence of green monkey DNA, including tumor-linked viral promoters in the jabs, has this microbiologist and immunologist calling for an immediate halt in the use of them. Absolutely, they shouldn't put that in your body. Gene therapy. 
all you really have to do is just change the word vaccine to gene therapy and people be like, gene therapy? I don't want gene therapy. That's why they had to change the definition. Stop using the word, the vax word. It's not. It doesn't fit the basic definition. Now, Webster caved to the stupidity and changed the definition, but it's really not. It should be called another word. <clears throat> Taurine 2.0, a quasi-semi-essential amino acid, may have more potent properties than we prior realized. Seems it can slow the aging process. So taurine, you, guys, you can do some supplications. This is what modern Auschwitz looks like. This is like um, somewhere at some kind of like meeting hall or convention center with people lining up to get the kill shot. It's incredible. Like, I hope they save all this stuff because they just went in blindly. Probably like the people who went into Auschwitz. Go, we're just re relocating you. Yeah, we're just going to spend some time here now. Go take a shower and then we'll, you know, we'll put you in your new house. And that's that's what these people did to these people. James Thorpe, MD, please watch this short clip. After watching this, if you are not outraged at his lies, deception, conflicts of interest, and bogus research, then you are in denial. And I'm not referring to the river in Egypt. This is global genocide worse than Joseph Mengele. This person is not following science, but rather money, power, and control, like all his colleagues and funders, including Gates, Fauci, Barrick, and the rest of the military medical industrial complex. Shame on the MSM and the rest of the nearly 300 influencers that were bribed by the 13 billion that HHS CDC distributed to them via COVID-19 Community Corps. They were all bribed because they knew beforehand that the Pfizer post-market 90-day data that it was the deadliest medical in intervention ever rolled out. Mark Slopinski, the Trudeau government knew vaccines were injuring and killing people, but we're told to keep quiet. How does this make you feel? Does this make you feel angry? Should Trudeau be in jail? Probably. Michael Yeadon, I no longer trust any product of the biomarker pharmaceutical industry. I don't either. I wouldn't take anything because they're dosing it with other stuff. Like, hey, I just go in to get my SSRI. You, you hope that's all you got. I, I hope you just get one drug. Like these days, you could get 10. They're probably dosing everything. That's the whole thing people don't know. Like the people checked out, like, what the hell's in this shot? What's in everything? What's in every pill you've taken? This is the title of my show, The Turbo Cancer. Turbo cancers continue to ravage the American and global populace. These are cancers that in days to weeks end in death very aggressively. South African mayor, 42-year-old Marlene Vermach Van Staden, died months after breast cancer diagnosis. William Mackis just attended a spike protein symposium with me in Texas and see his stack on Turbo. Twitter fire out files. Brown University's Claire Wardle aids censorship. Researchers on disinformation have little in common with academic scholars teaching Proust or studying astrophysics. Paul Thacker. Edward Dowd on Wall Street analysts listen very carefully to the words of CEOs and CFOs. And if we heard this kind of equivocation and down ticks of the effectiveness of the product, we would sell the stock and hedge funds would check the borrowing rate to short the stock. Just unreal, this montage, and it's about Hotez just lying. Well, we need to have two boosters, and now we're on to three boosters. Recall what Macri and Hoke said. U.S. public health agencies aren't following the science. Officials say people are getting bad advice, and we can't say anything. It's like a horror movie I'm being forced to watch, and I can't close my eyes. One senior FDA official lamented. People are getting bad advice, and we can't say anything. U.S. government has blackmail database on citizens. Pentagon scrolls social media for critical speech. 
I mean, it's a total police state, man. This is crazy. That's from Josh Phillip. Yeah, I would like my Fourth Amendment rights, please. Constitution's basically a dead letter. It's sad. They took it out of the schools. If vaccines don't cause autism, then how do you explain all this evidence, Steve Kirsch? We see an odds ratio of five when comparing autism in vaxxed versus unvaxxed, multiple studies. And before, after odds are even more extraordinary, how can we ignore all this evidence? This is the VAERS reports for the vaccine type, and it's COVID is half of all VAERS reports in the ministry. Vigilant Fox, for me it was, I know I don't need it. I am healthy, so I'm not going to take a chance and take it. Two, then I don't trust you. You move the goalposts too much. Why do people need to take something they already recovered from? Three, OMG. These people are deliberately or inadvertently trying to kill people. Nothing short of a gun to my head would make me take it. This is a picture. When you voted for Biden and refused to look at what he is doing. Yeah. Peter Halligan. Walensky testifies for the last time using the I am a good girl. I didn't do nothing defense. She is a liar and denier of informed consent. Murder by omission. So are CDC FDA decision makers. Yep. Jay Bhattacharya, studying FOI revelation, three quick items. CDC Governor Director, CDC Gov Director Walensky knew about VAX breakthrough infections in January 2021. So did Tony Fauci. Two, they continued to push VAX mandates anyway. Three, CDC is abusing its FOIA redaction privilege. This is not a classified email. Yeah, they lie about everything. Soon-to-be former CDC Director Rochelle Walensky testified before Congress for two hours. Here are some of the key takeaways provided by the Committee on Oversight and Accountability. CDC Director Walensky confirmed that the American Federation of Teachers promoted prolonged school closures that harmed America's children. When America faced a public health crisis and turned to the CDC for help and guidance, the CDC provided misguided, unscientific, confusing, and at times blatantly false answers. ATF President Randy Weingarten had a direct line to CDC Director Rochelle Walensky's personal and professional cell phones, raising further questions about potential political influence at the CDC. Dr. Rochelle Walensky testified that she spoke in her capacity as CDC Director during a White House briefing on February 2021. The Biden White House has claimed that her statements were made in her personal capacity when discussing school reopenings and vaccinations for teachers was false. Total liar. Public health officials and organizations, including the CDC, must be held accountable for their failures and false statements during the pandemic in order to burn, earn back the trust of Americans. No thinking person believes any, any of your BS. The CDC needs structural reform to address current information infrastructure issues, lack of transparency with the age, within the agency, and processes surrounding guidance publication. Representative Comer asked Walensky several times about the CDC's role in pressuring social media companies like Facebook, now Meta, to censor opinions that ran contrary to the CDC's, to which Dr. Walensky continually answered, that topic is one that is under litigation in the courts, so I will not be speaking to that. Dr. Naomi Wolf responded to such statements. Dr. Walensky, when she said, I can't speak to that because it's under litigation, two attorneys general, one from Missouri, one from Louisiana, have sued and disclosed that. In fact, she, the CDC, she right there, that woman was colluding with Mark Zuckerberg, Sheryl Sandberg, Twitter, DHS, and the White House to censor information, including from yours truly right here in June of 2021, to warn women that there were menstrual problems subsequent to this injection, which, of course, 
has resulted two years later in fertility problems. Just total monster. So is Zuckerberg. God, how do people endure this? How do people sit on Facebook? I don't get it, man. <laughs> Dude, like, I'm a freedom fighter. Let me go on Facebook and talk about it. <sighs> she did that, and Mark Zuckerberg did that, and now that the truth is coming out because people like you and me and the hard work that we're doing and our 3,500 volunteers, she's done excellent work. Work. Naomi Wolf and all the people. Oh, really bad that the government pushed us to censor things that might have been true. Well, yes, Mark Zuckerberg, they were true. And he's injured so many women and babies and killed babies as a result of censoring that. Yeah, their blood is on your hand, Mark Zuckerberg. You are a monster. You're another freaking monster. It's just people did monstrous things over this. Like, you, you really see their real personalities in action. They lied about everything. This is a summary of Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'd also like to talk to you on behalf of all the pregnant women, not people, as you call them. This has also been ignored, the amount of miscarriages and stillbirths that increased drastically due to your advice to get vaccinated. Pregnant women, again, not people. But my question for you today, Dr. Walensky, is now that you're going to be leaving the CDC pretty soon, what job are you going to take? Are you going to be on the board of either Pfizer or Moderna? Because you've done one hell of a job making sure that they made a lot of money. Yeah, it did. Thank you for that question. Maybe for this is Walensky. Maybe first I will comment that CDC is not responsible for the purchase of vaccines, so I can't speak to all of the economics you spoke to. Uh, she's awful. The country isn't safe with these people not in jail. I'm just telling you right now. They're obvious liars and criminals. Alex Berenson, if you didn't get infected, you weren't transmitting it to other people. LOL. Great point, Rochelle. When the jabs worked, they worked. And when they didn't, they didn't. 96% of the time, mRNA works 100% of the time for two months. The side effects are forever, though. This is uh, Vigilant Fox. Testimony of lies. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky perjured herself twice before Congress. That woman murdered baby. She knew it. Five days after we posted Report 69, she announced her resignation. That's what Congress should be asking her about. The DOJ should be asking her about. These people, it's just like a whole group of losers. Garbage people. Literal garbage people. It's literally like staring at the bottom of a porta potty They just all are awful. I don't know how people can endure them. It's incredible. Murderers, child murderers. Dr. Naomi Wolf, Daily Cloud, uncovers Pfizer's depopulation agenda as evidenced by its own documents. This is a mystery novel in which the question is, how do we stop women from having healthy babies? That's the story of the Pfizer documents. These people don't want us to be self-sustaining. They want us to be dependent and scared. Yeah, they do. This is Tyler Durden. COVID-19 created in Wuhan lab through classified bioweapons program, U.S. investigators. Yeah, it's gonna that's gonna be solidified in history that it was created in a lab. Michael Yeadon, I think there's always been fraud. What's new is its global scale and impact. Extraordinary fraud has been playing out in the field of public health for decades. This extraordinary level of fraud is normal in the upper echelons of business. Yeah, it is. And these are just the deaths, people who died, kids died, heart attacks, young people, people younger than me. 24-year-old, this is Nashville, Angela. 24-year-old Harry Pennington was in his final year of college when he had sudden arrhythmic death. He passed away July 3rd, 3rd, 2022. His mother, Dee, 
found him dead in his apartment. Taya Carnero, activist and graduate of the University of Brasilia, dies. Andrea Shook, shot number one in the books, and she's dead. June 21st, 2023, 55. Sudden and unexpected. I don't think this is normal. These experimental COVID shots are deadly. This guy just drops dead, young and healthy. New Mitchell David Blumenthal died suddenly a few days ago in Florida, passed away unexpectedly in front of his wife and young son. Nashville Angela, another Chicago teacher, has passed away. Madeline O'Malley collapsed and died while at the movies with her kids. I have no idea what would be a suitable punishment for the evil people who push this hell into billions of arms. I want them punished and not in a quick way. This is a woman saying, I made the decision made the decision to end my life at the Pegasus Association, Switzerland. I was diagnosed with untreatable chronic neurological illness, MECFS, caused by the booster jab on top of having suspected respiratory ALS. So this young, beautiful woman killed herself. Young Amanda Resendez died in the U.S., daughter... Alan Martin, I've dreaded this day. This will be the first Father's Day I can remember without Trista shouting Happy Father's Day, Daddy, at the stroke of midnight. It didn't matter if the whole house was asleep or not. She she took these minor holidays very seriously. Her room is still exactly as it was seven months ago, except she's not in it. I miss her terribly, but I can't find the words to I want to say other than Daddy loves you so much, baby girl. Thank you for being such a wonderful daughter while you were here. Maybe if I can sleep, I'll see her in a dream. That's bad. William Mack is 52-year-old Breaking Bad actor Mike Battaglia died suddenly on June 1st, 2023. He died in his sleep after a cardiac arrest. He did not have a history of heart issues, according to the family, who described his death as very sudden. MMA fighter Fabiano Winiarski announced the loss of he and Virginia Lavelle's five-year-old daughter, Helena, last year. Helena had a Pfizer COVID shot on February 18th, and February 25th, she died in her sleep. Think before you suffer the loss of a child. Think carefully before you take your child to take this crap. Yeah. Dr. Sudesh Kamat was deceived and fell victim to the COVID-19 PSYOP. I'm vaccinated. Are you? Dead at 55. Sabine Hassan, we can never forget the faces who were healthy one day, took a shot, died within days or months. These faces make me ask questions. These parents need answers. In my world of clinical trials, I've done hundreds of clinical trials for pharma. Death Post Investigative Product is an SAEs. All SAEs need to be evaluated. Who's investigating these three deaths? Autopsies inconclusive, no drugs, no use of alcohol. Healthy kids, athletes, I know. I did my research. Yeah, it's bad. 42-year-old ESPN director and former Ohio State baseball captain Kyle Brown suffered a medical emergency while working at NCAA Baseball Super Regional and died suddenly June 10th, 2023. He leaves behind four children. Jeff Clark, Indian Hills High School teacher, died on June 6, 2023. He was diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer on May 19th. Loved ones described the cancer as extremely fast-growing. COVID-19 mRNA vaccine-induced turbo colon cancer question. Another young man dies by suicide due to, due to MECFS as he felt there were no other options. 
the severe suffering, extreme symptoms, lack of care, zero effective treatment options, gaslighting, and no hope put people in its place. This is criminal that death becomes a viable option. Mario Pinna, RIP. Nashville Angela, this Tennessee family is looking for help. Christopher Reynolds had a J&J shot within 2021. Within two weeks, he had a heart attack. He was placed on blood thinners that masked a clotting issue. They're being told it's an autoimmune disease attacking his fingers, and he's facing amputation. Two doctors confirmed that this is from the COVID shot. My grandson, Mason Mann, was diagnosed with myocarditis a year and a half ago after taking the COVID shot. He's been under a cardiologist's care due to an episode he had several months after the, the shot. Stop calling it a vaccination, you dipshits. Never vaccinated anything. Some of these intellectuals that walk around using this word, it's so disgusting. It's a gene therapy shot. My husband is ruined from his COVID shot. Within three days, he had neurological issues, cardiac issues, dementia-like symptoms. The list is endless for him. And that's been exactly two years ago. He used to be a force to be reckoned with that was never sick, but that all changed. May 2021, Garrett Taylor, Canada. Lisa Burke, college senior who had brain hemorrhage on spring break, dies of brain tumor. Is this another instance of turbo-aggressive cancer due to mRNA technology, gene-based injection shot? Tara Nimmo is tired of being sick and searching for a cardiologist who understands vaccine injury. She has debilitating cardiac and neurological issues. She's fighting a fourth round of pericarditis. My immune system is hypersensitive to everything, causing frequent widespread inflammation to my cardiovascular injury system. Yeah, the shot works. Kills people. Dead. Yvette Bellavlevel was diagnosed with Creutzfeldt-Jacob disease shortly after getting a second dose of viral COVID shot. She has since passed away. I found several cases of this, quote, rare, unquote, fatal condition yesterday. Sudden death, Marco Lopez died suddenly. How many more lives could have been saved if everyone took their chance to be shot and do your part to get the jab for your benefit and the benefit of the community? That's what he thought. He's dead. Twenty-one-year-old Clarissa Nichols collapsed and died while hiking. She was a student at Cambridge University who required COVID shot, COVID kill shot. Bless your heart. My mother-in-law diagnosed with breast cancer. Yes, last year. My father-in-law just found out he has stage four all throughout his body. I one hundred million percent believe it's the jabs. Father-in-law in pain starting two days post second jab. He had small multi-heart attacks and in and out of the ER. It's been hell. He now has three to six months left. So before and after Pfizer, no hair. Mason Hernandez, now 17, got his second shot in 2021 and was diagnosed with myocarditis. That means you're dead in five years, half a uh, 50% chance. He was restricted from intense physical activities for months. Very recently, while on vacation, he had chest pains and was sent via air med to Houston. He was then diagnosed with perimyocarditis. Myocarditis. All right, that's the end of that Bioweapon Blues 43, it's not stopping, guys. Just taking different shapes and forms. So it's really sad, all these people dying and stuff. Welcome to the era of subclinical myocarditis and turbo cancer. Thank you for listening. <laughs>